Microphone check, microphone check. Neo 420 live. Microphone check. Oh yes, we are bringing you another day here at Neo 420. Today, the first day of October, and yes, 2019 is flying by. It's true. No matter what you do to slow it down, you can't really do it. And today on this first day of October, <clears throat> we're going to be looking at a couple of different things within the Canon news, a couple within the Hemp news, and then some other stuff. As you know, here at www.neo420.com, also on Facebook, Neo420 Media, and on IG, tagged all the way out. IG, uh, our handles are Neo420 News, Neo420 Talks, Neo420 Garden, and Neo420 Shop. That's the place where you can go and support this independent multimedia. So I encourage you all to share the website, Neo420.com, with all your friends, family, and loved ones. Get them to go to the Neo420 News page because there is a ton of information that you could continuously read throughout the week and stay up to date on what's going on. What I wanted to talk with you about was an article come out that came out on September 23rd, 2019 by High Times. Title of the article, An Inside Look at the 2019 National Expungement Week. National Expungement Week is helping those with cannabis conventions get their lives back. While it may be tempting to celebrate the strides being made in cannabis, the dark side of the industry is the amount of people being shut out because of prior convictions. Those convictions are often cannabis related and having that on your record can prevent housing, employment, financing, and other opportunities. Even in states where decriminalization and recreational legislation pass, there are many barriers to record sealing or expungement. For example, in California, prosecutors expected a lot of people to petition for expungement of their records, but the response was weak. The legal process for petitioning is cumbersome and expensive, making it inaccessible to people who need it most. Having a drug conviction can affect every aspect of a person's life. Over 200,000 students lost financial aid eligibility. Many professionals that require state licenses is inaccessible, and other people lose out on volunteering or working in the school system because of nonviolent drug charges. More than 27% of formerly incarcerated people are unemployed, despite the many jobs being created because of cannabis. This is a really interesting article. Again, you can find it at neo420.com backslash news. This is one that you definitely must read because this is something that needs to take place in all states to deal with nonviolent drug offenders. So as you can imagine, there's a lot of people still being impacted by these rules and regulations that are really old and out of place, out of touch. Uh, some positive news, the Safe Banking Act passed the uh, House this week. House lawmakers passed a historic cannabis banking bill Wednesday, last Wednesday, that also provides a safe harbor for financial institutions serving hemp and hemp-derived CBD businesses. 
Proponents believe that such provisions were necessary despite the fact that hemp became legal nationwide with the enactment of the 2018 Farm Bill. The Hemp Amendments in the Safe Banking Act, which passed 321 to 103 and now heads to the Senate, instruct federal banking regulators to issue guidance to financial institutions confirming the legality of hemp and hemp-derived CBD products within 90 days of the enactment of the law. The guidance would include recommended best practices for financial institutions to follow when providing services to hemp-related businesses. Hemp farmers and businesses, including processors and retailers, have reported difficulties accessing traditional banking products and services. This is a huge step because now it is putting the financial institutions in a position to be able to participate in this emerging industry and market. So that's really exciting. Um, one of the big things that we need to continue to remember is that as this industry evolves and develops, there are still thousands of people that are incarcerated both in state and in federal jails that are locked up because of cannabis and or hemp. You might have heard recently that the big, um, there was a arrest of a, a transit of like 7,000 pounds of hemp last year that went through Idaho and it was seized because the government thought and alleged that it was THC cannabis. People understand the real main difference between hemp and cannabis is that cannabis has above 0.3% THC. Hemp on the other side is very high in cannabinoids but very low below 0.3% THC. So in other news, um, positive news, the DEA added to list of agencies ordered to adopt to hemp legislation. The U.S. Drug Enforcement Agent Administration is the latest agency being ordered to accommodate hemp legalization using a budget maneuver. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, Republican from Kentucky, announced Thursday he is championing a requirement that the DEA, quote, identify or develop on-the-spot field testing technologies, end quote, to distinguish hemp from marijuana. The need for speedier cannabis tests has bedeviled law enforcement over the past uh, law enforcement nationwide since Congress passed the plant's classification last year in the 2018 Farm Bill. Cannabis varieties with no more than 0.3% THC are considered legal hemp and are no longer controlled substances, making police tests that check only for the presence of THC inadequate. The requirement came as an amendment to a larger spending measure and has yet to be adopted by the full Senate. Very exciting because this is going to happen and DEA, reach out to me. I can help you with some analytic partners of mine to get the best field testing equipment out there that you can do field testing real time of product. So reach out to me and we can help you with that. As you hear, there is a lot of things changing within the cannabis and hemp industries. This is nationwide, statewide rules are changing. Still, as you see on the main headline pay, uh, article at neo420.com backslash news, Alabama still does not recognize medical cannabis. 
they call it medical marijuana in that statement, in that article, and that shows how bass backwards they are and not identifying it as a true medicine. I left that up again because it's a major article that people need to wrap your minds around that because just 2,500 miles away in, in uh, California and even closer to Alabama in Louisiana, there is medical cannabis already. So Alabama, we need you to, to get your head out of, your, out of the sand and understand what's happening. I understand the reluctances of states because the possibility of planting you know, a lot of cannabis and it getting out of control like it did in California. I understand reluctance, but you have to take a position, a positive one, in order to allow your citizens not to migrate to other states because that's not beneficial for the state, the citizen, or the new state. So continue to think about that. Now, as you know, Neo420 talks all things cannabis and hemp, plus some other stuff. So the second... Uh, section of the time that uh, I'll be talking with you on this podcast, I want to talk to you about some other stuff. There is a tremendous amount of misinformation going around because, let me just put it very blunt to you, the television media and a lot of the print media that's been around for generations, including ABC, CBS, uh, uh, CNN, Fox, MSNBC, MSN. These entities are just puppet placeholders. They tell you the narrative that the Pentagon wants us to believe. And it's all co-opted because you can go on and you can find any of the news reports and they all start out the same way. It's all directed. If you understand that, you understand if there is a director in the newsroom... It is being directed. There is a script to the news. There is a message that they're telling you, and they do not tell you the important information. So one of the big uh, scandals that is being perpetrated right now is the second one against our elected president of the United States. People, we elected this president, and now the bureaucrats primarily in the Democratic Party and the bureaucrats that are deep in the system do not want President Trump to be reelected because he is literally draining the swamp. You see all the different people that were around him, that were appointed, that are corrupt, and he has been firing people left and right. Don't take it at its face value. Research who the people were. Don't let ABC, CBS, NBC tell you that one person was something or, or another because they are just telling you through their direction of what they want you to hear. So the interesting part right now is literally uh, Vice President under uh, uh, Barack Obama was Joe Biden. Joe Biden is still being used as a Democratic placeholder. And with that, he's been given a lot of opportunity through his 20-plus year career in politics. I'm going to tell you right now, if there is a politician that is in office for more than two terms, they are corrupt, period. These politicians go into these jobs 
and they may make over $100,000 a year, but by the time their term is over, they're multi-multi-millionaires. Think about that. Think about how it is that Maxine Waters in California has been a Democratic legislator for all these years, and her husband and her are multi-multi-millionaires, even though they were poor before they went in. Pelosi, same thing. Jerry Nadler, same thing. Jerry Nadler was actually talking against uh, impeachment processes after Bill Clinton lied to Congress about the Monica Lewinsky scandal. Yet, Bill uh, Jerry Nadler now is the head of a committee that he is championing the whole idea of impeachment. And there is no reason to impeach President Trump. He is working for us as citizens. Keep in mind, people, he has given his paycheck the three years he's been in office to nonprofits. He's not taking a paycheck. Ask that about the bureaucrats that are in uh, Washington, D.C. Ask that of the other congressmen, congresswomen of D.C. Cortex actually said that they needed a raise, which is ridiculous. But anyway, right now the big scandal is that they're saying that President Trump uh, colluded with the Ukrainian president on uh, some different things. And the recordings, you will clearly hear that President Trump says that he wants Ukraine to buy military hardware from the United States. Later on in the conversation, he says that he needs to look at what Joe Biden's been doing. The reason is because Joe Biden, you can go out and research it on any of the social media. You can find the clip where Joe Biden was in front of the Council on Foreign Affairs. And he announced that he held the president of Ukraine, uh, the, the funding of a billion dollars. He told uh, the president of Ukraine that he was going to withhold that unless they drop the prosecutor's investigation of Joe Biden's son, which is Hunter Biden. This is huge. Hunter Biden is a corrupted person. But in the Washington, the New York Times, it came out to who this supposed whistleblower is. And as we find out, it's a CIA operative. This is beyond ridiculousness because the CIA has been investigating all these people and they have this supposed whistleblower that's a CIA agent spreading lies about President Trump. But I encourage you to go to check out the New York Times article from uh, published on the 26th of September called White House New of Whistleblowers Allegations Soon After Trump's Call with Ukrainian Leader. It states the whistleblower a CIA officer detailed to the White House at one point first expressed his concerns anonymously to the agency's top lawyer. This is just a hit piece of hit pieces. But go to that article and check it out for yourself. Start being informed and stop listening to the lame street propaganda media. The last thing I'm going to finish with is Zach Voorhees. The Google whistleblower that was a senior software engineer with over eight years at Google, and he exposed over 900 pages of documentation that was showing that Google is a biased organization that is uh, very left-leaning, 
and they are scrubbing and filtering all of the content from getting people to see it. So I want to play you this recording from um, this recording from uh, author Tiffany Fitzhenry's discussion with Google Insider, and listen to what he's disclosing here about Google's uh, involvement in governments. He's specifically talking about the government of Ireland and about their constitution, the Eighth Amendment, which protects citizens from uh, or protects from abortion. Now listen to this. One moment. So, um, in my disclosure, a part of this was a YouTube query blacklist, and this YouTube query blacklist has been one of the most popular topics uh, for online discussion uh, in the Twitter sphere and on different um, social media platforms like Reddit. And the reason why it's so fascinating is because it contains, uh, well, for one, it, can, it shows that Google is meddling in foreign elections, specifically I Ireland. And the way that we know this is because one of the blacklisted phrases is actually the Eighth Amendment to the Constitution of Ireland. They don't want people talking about that. Yeah, so my question for you is, what exactly is the Eighth Amendment to the Constitution of Ireland? Well, it has to do with abortion. That's right. So my question is, why did Google have a dog in the fight the abortion referendum, like, you know, they talk about just overturned for the first time in Ireland's history. Right. And if the people want to overturn that through the sacred democratic process, that is their right. But my question is, why does a company that uses as its mission statement to organize the world's information and make it universally accessible and useful, why have they decided that they're going to blacklist users trying to find information about their country's constitutional amendment. Did you hear that? I want you to go to author Tiffany Fitzhenry's YouTube page and listen to the, the, the um, recording is called Google Whistleblower Zach Voorhees and Tiffany Fitzhenry discuss his document leak to Project Veritas. Go to Project Veritas and listen to Zach Voorhees' uh, number of conversations with James O'Keefe from Project Veritas, and you will gain a better grasp of really what's going on. You need to understand this, people, because if you have a Gmail account, if you use Google as a search engine, if you have a website that's developed under there, if you have a calendar all of the things that Google are related to software-wise and hardware, these comp this company is corrupted at the top of the level. They went and uh, Pachaya, the CEO, went in front of Congress and lied and said that they did not have a blacklist when indeed they do. And whenever you listen to Zach Voorhees, you'll understand completely about what censorship is happening. As you've known here at Neo420, we have been censored dramatically through our Instagram accounts, through our Facebook, and our website. We still get over 10,000 views per month, and we believe that it would be at least double that 
if that wasn't the case. But it is happening. So that's the reason I wanted to share this information with you right now. Continue to support us at Neo420.com where we talk all things cannabis and hemp plus some other stuff. We are your independent multimedia organization that continue to provide the truth from inside the cannabis and hemp space, looking out at the world and starting to understand what's really going on. So we want you to right now wake up and start doing something. Start sharing the information. Start sharing Neo420.com. Start sharing our posts on Instagram as they are very powerful. As you'll look at the Neo420 Talks Instagram post over the last month, they have increased as well as they have been and become more significant. To continue to follow us, support us, and right now we also have a new donate option up on the website. I want to let you know what that is about. As you know, Neo420 is owned by our Neo Media Group. Neo Media Group is an independent multimedia organization bringing you information from inside the cannabis and hemp space, looking out at the world and providing you the information about what's really going on. We now have a couple of options on how you can support us. One, you share the information. Make Neo420.com one of your home pages that you look at for information daily as information is updated daily. Again, some of the headline articles, image articles, or top three remain the same for a period of time because I really want you to, to marinate and think about that information. Other feeds that are happening throughout the website change periodically and get updated daily. So continue to check that out from over 30 sources within the cannabis and hemp space. We also have our Neo420 shop. That's where we have our trusted uh, hemp-derived products and original apparel. So those hemp-derived products, I know that vaping and e-cigarettes are getting a bad rap. That's why if you look on Neo420 shop, you will find the top vaping company in the THC and CBD space. We only offer CBD vape products from Select Brand, the number one company in the vape industry. We also offer a high dosage of sublingual tinctures that you drop under your tongue. Those are offered by Residence Farm, our affiliate partner. And now we have our own 350 milligram uh, full spectrum sublinguals to offer you under our Neo Hemp Company brand. The last way that you can support us is directly by donating. If you like the information that we provide and you want to see us continue to grow and continue to provide you with more information, then go to www.neo420.com. You'll see at the top of the page there's a donut, a donate button. Select the donate button. Then select the amount that you want to donate. After you select that amount, there'll be a, a button at the top right that says select add to cart. Once you have selected, you go and view your cart at the top right of the page. You select proceed to checkout. Then you enter the information to complete the checkout. And then you will receive an email confirmation for your donation. And I want to thank you now for considering this support request that I've made. 
and I want to thank you for all that you're going to do into the future. Again, we thank all of those who do, and for those who do, we salute you. Until next time, live from Neo420 Studios, see ya.